this week's Parshas, Parshas, and more. And I just want to mention basically one simple point and build it into a little bit of a larger idea that I think is extremely contemporary and necessary. And it dovetails with the Wednesday morning class that I did today. And so I kind of would recommend that you get a hold of that class as well. Uh, if you're not on that chat, let me know. And we can also post it here. And by the way, from now on, most things are appearing on Spotify. We are trying to go back now and catch up on Spotify uh, or Apple, uh, especially Apple Podcast, um, because that's the most convenient way to listen. And we're just going to try to go backtrack and upload everything. So the Torah says that there's a prohibition against a Kohen to come in contact with a dead person. And that's understood in general as a special law of the Kohen because of the service that he has to do. Since a Kohen is not allowed to eat holy foods like teruma, which is one of his basic foods, or to go into the temple in order to serve God, he must be completely pure. And it's a prohibition for him to be ritually impure. So we generally understand that a Kohen cannot come in contact with a dead person because of that. But the truth is, that's pretty misleading. Because the reality is that for the last thousands of years, Kohanim were not able to go into a temple and do service or go onto the Temple Mount for any reason because we don't have a temple. Nonetheless, factually in our Jewish law, a Kohen is still not allowed to come in contact with the dead. So clearly, the reason that a Kohen cannot come in contact with the dead is not only because he's required to do holy service with pure foods and pure implements and to be in a state of purity as he enters this holy space called the holy temple. That can't be the only reason because he's still not allowed to come in contact with the dead. And the Torah tells us in our parsha, completely unrelated to doing service, he's simply not allowed to come in contact with the dead. So the question becomes, why is a Kohen today not allowed to come in contact with the dead person but he is allowed to come in contact with other types of ritual impurities. So obviously there's something different about coming in contact with the dead. Everybody hear my point? And then related to that is that the way the Torah tells us that a Kohen is not allowed to come in contact with the dead says, nefesh lo yitama. to a soul, he shall not make himself ritually unclean. Now loosely, nefesh can also mean a person. But definitely and more correctly from a literal translation point of view, the word nefesh means a soul. And that's extremely odd because the Torah is saying a Kohen cannot come in contact with a dead person. Generally, we think of a dead person as not having a soul. The soul departed and is somewhere in the other dimensions, etc. So why does the Torah say that a Kohen should not come in contact with a nefesh? The Torah should say the Kohen should not come in contact with a mace, which is a word in the Torah. Mace means a corpse. Everybody hear my question? So I therefore suggest that a major point that the Torah is conveying here is that a critical function of a Kohen is to recognize the godliness of every human being, even when they're dead. 
we have to understand that even a dead person has a connection to their soul. That's the truth. It's not true that a dead person is devoid 100% of spirituality. In fact, Ramchal, Moshe Chaim Mutato, has a phraseology for this, and it's called Havla de Garni, otherwise translated as the breath of bones. Dead people are kind of a little bit alive, kind of a little bit. That means they exist as a human being, not as an empty shell. And the Torah is telling us that the job of a Kohen is to recognize that holiness that a person has even in death, the spirituality, their connection to their soul, they still can't come in contact with it, but that's the way they have to look at the person. They have to look at the person as having that kind of spirituality and godliness. Now, because the main job of a Kohen is to be the teacher of Torah and to stand in front of God, to serve God directly, a Kohen needs to be more focused on life than on death. And that's true even today. Even today, a Kohen is really supposed to put his emphasis on spending time with people that he can influence through teaching and learning. That's really the job of a Kohen and the Levi to some extent. And so the Torah is telling us that the law of the Kohen coming in contact with the dead is not only because he has to do service and he can't do service if he's ritually impure. It's saying that the focus of a Kohen has to be on the living spirituality of a human being, not on the one that goes into this temporary state of death where there's still some spirituality, but he's not alive. That's what the Torah is telling us about this law. But what's so contemporary and relevant to us is that even people that are not much alive, meaning that they don't look like they're connected to that which is meaningful. They appear to be kind of living not important and you know good lives. We have to understand that they have a soul. And we have to look at them in the context of their connection to that which is holy and spiritual, even when they don't look at themselves that way. If it's true by a dead person, it's for sure true by a living person, right? So I think that's a tremendously important message for us today. It's so easy for us to relegate people that we think of as not being connected, not being spiritual, not being interested as kind of dead, which the rabbis do tell us. They do say that wicked people in their lifetimes are called dead. That's true, but that doesn't mean that they can't be made to live again if we connect to their living soul. I have a brother, Rabbi Zachariah's wife, who really likes to think of the blessing that we say in Shimon Esrei, that God resurrects the dead, as referring to people who today are disconnected and depressed. God will resurrect those people too, even today. But in order for that to happen in a more, let's call it natural and possible regular occurrence fashion, other people that are connected have to look at their souls, not their death. And so therefore I kind of want to put that challenge in front of all of us, you know, to A, don't get down on yourself. That's a very common problem. People get depressed and they get down on themselves. That's another trick of the evil inclination. Remember, you have a soul. We have a soul even in death. So all the more so if we're alive, we have a soul. We should try to fan the life and the vibrancy of our souls instead of thinking about, well, let's just give up. 
and you know give in to temptation or things that are temporal rather than things that are uh, long lasting. Number two, when we look at other people, we really have to connect to their spirituality. Even if they don't see it so well, they're alive and they have the opportunity to grow the spirituality of their soul. And God willing, we give them that opportunity, we give them a sense of confidence, we connect them to things that are more important and meaningful that can actually revive them.